0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Sophie Collins, and I am a mother and entrepreneur, and I am obsessed with feeling my best. This show is going to cover everything from work to wellness to motherhood and what it looks like to encompass all of those things into your life. I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am so excited to be chatting today with two of my good friends, Katie McKenzie and Taryn Greywall of All Studio. You might have remembered them from their former name of the House of Alleline. They are one of the top fitness and wellness instructors here in Vancouver with a massive focus on breathing and Pilates. And today in the episode, we talk about really, really exciting news that they have shared today with our audience. And so I'm really excited to share that with you. But we also talk about Taryn's IVF journey, how Katie as a business partner and best friend supported her through that, what they think about when they think about balance between motherhood and work and everything that is to come for all studio. So I'm really excited to bring this conversation to you and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Thank you guys so much for making the time. I know you're both so busy. You have so much going on. New babies, grown up-ish babies growing up. And I'm just so excited to have you both, Katie and Taryn, on the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So why don't we start with babies? You have your partner watching your babies. Yes. He's moved his meetings. He's moved his meetings. So nice.
1: What a a nice guy. But then at the same time, like... I would have to move my meetings. I moved I actually my whole life. So he can move a couple meetings. I know. right? Sometimes isn't it hard
0: not to just be like a little resentful? <laughs> you're, like, you're like, but I did all this. Like, this is like a two-year project just yeah. to have a baby and like much longer for you. So yeah, yeah. I can only imagine how that yeah, feels.
1: Yeah. So like, he's not babysitting. He's like taking care of his children. He's being a father. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, how was that whole process for you, Taryn? I know you shared a lot of it like publicly. So if you're comfortable sharing your IVF journey and what yeah. you went through.
1: Yeah, it was obviously not easy. And Katie got to be with me every step of the way. And um it was it was a lot. It was probably started 2019 and then we didn't have our babies until 2023. And it was wow. intense and it brought me into this very dark place in my life, but it also gave me a level of strength and empowerment I didn't know I would have within me, which I think every mother can say. And I also think it also opened me up to the world of the gift of women and sisterhood. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that was like the biggest, and I think I'd tear up. We'll probably cry a lot. (laughs) Um, we usually but, do. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we do. But it was just this this beautiful group of women who've gone through the process, and as I was sharing, really worried about what people were going to say and being vulnerable, and and just having humans come up in all different ways of support and and telling their lived experience, and then having women who haven't gone through it but yeah. being there for me and and holding my hand and, and telling me I'm going to be a mom one day. And that was one of the most beautiful gifts ever. And that life at that time brought me into a space surrounded by women where prior to my IVF experience, I was in a space surrounded by men. And it was like, life just was like, if you want to do this, you have to be here. And I right. think sometimes, and that was hard to make that shift. And I was just reflecting on that yesterday, and I. And it, and I was like, wow, like, life really brings you where you need to be, even though it can be really, really painful at times. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've got these two babies and it is the biggest joy and the biggest, can we swear? Yeah. My fuck <laughs> of <Yeah>. my life. <laughs>
0: yeah. We can swear, yeah right? sorry. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, swear, right? Um, I think so.
1: Um yes, I think that's the biggest that yeah. is like probably calling Katie and being like, "What is this intense pain in my stomach?" and her being like, "That's just anxiety. That's yeah. not anything but anxiety." Or that's just and being yeah, but I could not imagine this type of love and I know so many moms say that and it's yeah, it's insane even when they won't go to sleep, the next day it's like your body resets. I know. Like they're driving you nuts. And then the next day you're like, I love you yeah. so much. You Isn't know?
0: that easy? It's like, you're like, okay, I got four
1: hours. Like that'll do. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here we yeah. go. Yeah.
1: What? How much are you sleeping right now? Uh, not very much. But I've also, I remember when prior to babies, uh, Katie would be like, oh, you got up at 4 a.m. to get X, Y, and Z done. And I was like, you are crazy. I need my 10, I need my eight hours of sleep. Like I was, I'm a huge on sleep. And now yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get up at 4.30 if I want to get something done Yeah, on my own time because yeah. it's otherwise it never gets done. So I feel you. I really have a new appreciation for her. Because I used to, like, send her voice notes and things. She's like, I'm never going to get to that. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like there's just, like, a different understanding of, like, like we've said before we started recording, it's taken us a year to, like, try and get together, and we still haven't nailed down a date. So, and it's, like, no, no stress. I mean, it just is what it is. And it's, like, a time and a phase of life. And... Building businesses, growing your family, like those are two really, really intense things to do at the same time, yes. which is a huge theme of the conversations
1: we yeah, have. Yeah, like the show. balance. What is balance, right? Yeah. And and I think, yeah, but just coming back to it all, I think the biggest thing even after IVF, having babies, sisterhood. Sisterhood, mm-hmm. sisterhood, sisterhood, sisterhood. Like obviously I have this supreme sister right here, and she's been huge for me. But um just the power of women and women holding space for women. I think yeah. you really learn that. For me, anyways, on this journey, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's amazing. In like four years, it's a long time. Oh, yeah, to wait.
1: The last time I was like, "This is it." I was like imagining, you know, vacationing, extra homes. Yeah. Because we're not going to have babies. This is what I'm going to do. And then life was like, "Haha, you're not having any extra homes. We're giving you two babies. <laughs> You'll have no money and also no time. <laughs>
0: and no vacation homes for the foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> Nor do you have the time or the wherewithal to pack to get to those vacation homes oh, anyway. Yeah,
1: so you're going to take them on vacation? I was like, do you? Yeah. I was like, this is insane. Yeah, yeah. To pack two infants is not easy, but yeah.
0: Well, Katie is actually one of the first people who
1: like taught me the phrase
0: holding space. Mm-hmm. And I think that you hold space for so many people. And I've actually never been this close to someone who has gone through infertility. Like I've had friends who have gone through it and we become friends after or later in life. But what can you share about that process being like a part of Taryn's support system?
2: Wow, mm-hmm. um, one, it was an absolute honor. It's an honor, and it's also I think I feel one of the greatest gifts I've ever had in my life, and you said you talk about like holding space for other people, but it's like it's a privilege to be able to be a part of someone's space as they're going through something. Mm-hmm. What I felt was such an interesting gift with the journey of watching literally like my sister mm-hmm. go through something that I can't fix for her is just completely removing myself from the situation and listening, not always offering my opinion. Right.
0: Like go to this healer. Yeah. Like that's so hard not to do, like Mm -hmm. to to find the solution because there isn't necessarily one. No, And I think
2: the biggest thing that I learned and what Taryn helped me and a lot of people have helped me is that It was okay for her to be mad. It was okay for her to be angry. It was okay for her to be sad. And one of the things I really tried not to do was try to make it all okay with statements. Yeah. Like sometimes I was like, yeah, this sucks. And let's sit in how much this sucks and just like hold her and be there. And sometimes just like, we don't have to talk about it, but I'm just here Mm -hmm. and energetically open my heart and just. Pray in a way. I'm not a, a religious person. I'm mm-hmm. obviously, I, I'm just very spiritual. And I believe that, like, I was just in it with her. Yeah. And, but it wasn't about me. It was about allowing her to have her experience and trust that it was going to end the way that it was going to end. But I think that was the biggest thing was, you know, when, cause we can swear the mm-hmm, shitty yeah. stuff happened, it was letting her sit in, letting it be shitty. Yeah. So that that could move out of her, so that she could create space for all of what ended up happening, which is like the most beautiful stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what space, like that's creation of space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it took a long time to learn, and I'm still trying to learn what that is. Mm -hmm. But I think that goes into every area of my life from being a parent to running a business to being a friend to being a sister to being a daughter to being hopefully a partner (laughs) to somebody (laughs) one day. But even being a partner and raising my children with an amazing co-parent, it's yeah. it's that I have to remove my emotional experience, my lived experience, and let other people have theirs yeah. and and then just be open to actually hearing their experience and letting it be lived instead of trying to fix everybody's problems. That's one of the hardest things, I think, for mm-hmm. me, at least. Like when I
0: have a friend or someone close to me or like even my business partner who has gone through so much too and being able to just like be patient and allow your patients to kind of like insert into their ether and being and but it's so hard not to want to fix things and like mm-hmm. get to the end mm-hmm. because it really is all just a journey like you can't there is no end really other than like the inevitable but it's so so hard to be able to sit in that pain and especially when you know you have your
2: own stuff going on too well, we became pros. I think one of the greatest tools that Taryn and I learned from friendship to business to sisterhood is the ability to say, "Like, do you have space for this? Mm-hmm. Like, can you hold this for me today?" Mm-hmm. And then both of us to feel safe to be like, "Actually, I can't." Yeah. Like, and I know one of the stuff I, I and I still struggle with this. It's a habitual pattern of mine. Is and I don't want to sound like a martyr, but that's a bit of my problem is a bit of martyrship, like right. of giving and I'll giving and giving. I'll carry this for you. And I'll carry into depletion of self. And then mm-hmm. I'm no good to anybody. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where I think being a mother of two beautiful, sweet, precocious little girls as- Tom Who me. are going to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor so Highwater. Highwater. It's, yeah. it. it's happening. Um, is that they're the most important beings in my entire life except for myself, I have to put myself first. I have to put myself first so that I can be the best version of myself for them yeah. and be there to hold them. And so now I've really taken stock and currency of what pulls from my energy field to best show up for myself and for them. Yeah, And so being able to stand in and understand some people aren't going to like it, but I know with T and I we have this really beautiful understanding and uh, another one of my really dear girlfriends is who was the original teacher of this for me was Christina Disler and it was like hey do you have capacity for me today mm-hmm. yeah cuz and 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 really like letting people stand in their truth of, of taking themselves first and it not being about you yeah she knows I love her so much they Every Like my people know how much I love. And so if I'm going to say that, it's because really I won't even be able to show up in a true authentic version for mm-hmm. you if I don't yeah. say that.
0: Like your mind is going to be elsewhere. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like I feel like the hardest thing about parenting and working at the same time is that with your kids and you're thinking about like the 45,000 different ideas that you have for your business that, like, how are you going to implement them? Where is your to-do list? Like, how are you going to do that? What's happening next week? And then you're at work and you're like, well, this morning I should have been more present with my kids. Like it's the hardest thing, at least for me yeah. to I think, do.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that is that's a really new experience I'm having. And I think again, like the appreciation, I know like we spoke of, of, of it quite a bit. Katie and I talk a lot about what where where our boundaries are because I think mm-hmm. that's important to a, a strong partnership and like the idea that when she's with her kids like hold off on the text messages send an email yeah. wait because it's that's her, that's that sacred time and she's already thinking of it. She's Already thinking about it, she's already on it, or she's already it's mulling in the back of her brain. So, to put that on her more in like an instantaneous, instantaneous text, text message fashion. is like it's yeah. not fair to her and her time with her kids, yeah. And then, and then I think now just having even a deeper understanding of what that tug of war is yeah. within your heart, yeah. Because a part of what you do for a living, where for some people or for us is like our passion, our love, yeah, is also a baby. And then you have, you know, your babies. Yeah. It's a lot of giving. So, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how do you sit into receivership? Like, Taryn, let's start with you. How do I sit into receivership? How do you allow yourself to receive if you're giving, giving, giving all the time? And maybe this isn't the right time of
1: your life to answer (laughs) this question. You know, I think creating right now in my life, I think it's creating small moments to put myself first. So if it's like when my husband gets home or whomever is helping with the children is like, here you go. I'm taking like 10 minutes to take a fucking shower. Yeah. Like I've never been so happy to take a shower and just sit there. And that's when I do my meditation. Yeah. I, there's no way in my day now, am I going to be able to get up? Yeah. And do meditation. So for me, it's fighting those small moments to exhale because mm-hmm. I feel like all day I'm holding my breath. And so to just find a moment to exhale, so that when someone near and dear to me calls and needs something from me, I'm and for me to create space for them, I've done that for myself. Mm-hmm. Just that little bit. For oh my God, like even hear. just
0: you saying that I like it brings me back so much to like that postpartum
1: period. Like it is so intense. It's so and you know what I was thinking, Katie, about you the other day was. I know postpartum was so intense for you as it is for so many women. And and I have some of those battles, but how some of my experiences could be triggering and I never thought of it. And sometimes I unload on you and I wonder what that experience is for like a friend who's gone through it all. And then now, you know, in our scenario, me like verbal diarrhea on you about what I'm going through. And even though maybe you can hold space and you have that capacity, but like I was just thinking of you in that way and 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 reflecting on that in my five-minute shower. <laughs> and now moving forward, just a bit more mindful of, yeah, asking you when I share some things because I think sometimes those things are a lot and you've been through. I know your experience was also a lot.
2: The beautiful thing about our relationship is like we just talked about, I would tell you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I would tell you. Just, I actually, I think we've talked about this a lot, you and I, and I think I've d- discussed this to human beings in my life. I feel like my lived experience of the things that has happened have happened to me in my life. I rationalize them within myself because it allows me to have a deeper connection to human.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We can connect to other when we've experienced things because we viscerally know what that feels like. So it doesn't trigger me. Mm. it offer actually it offer offers just a deeper I'm grateful Mm. because I understand. Mm. I know what you're going through. And so I can lead from a place of compassion and empathy. And also I can put my two feet on the ground. And I hope it allows me to be like, okay, I can be strong in this moment because I know in those moments, I needed people to be strong for me. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. needed people... First round of tears. Mm. I know. I'm like Um, I needed to know that I had arms that could pick me up when I was coming down. Mm-hmm. And I think because I lived through some pretty intense moments in those postpartum times, I feel you so deeply. Mm-hmm. And I will I will always let you know. Yeah. And um, and you know what it's really actually beautiful? Cause we're we're gonna flip the stick on it a little bit. Is now I can see how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I survived, I survived a very dark time in my life. And I'm a good mom. I'm a good parent. I'm a good partner. Oh, I fuck it up all the time, but like yeah. it's really nice to have those reflective points. We say this in class, T D. Mm-hmm. If you don't experience adversity. You can't experience joy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't experience the success. You can't sit into the successful moments if you don't have to go through grit and grind. Like there is no other side of the stick if you don't experience the other side. Yeah. So it's like moving the mountains together. Whoa, lots of analogies. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it'll so, be good for the graphics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm walking with my hands. You know, my um, I just hit the mic. Um, and this is what I love about these conversations we get to have and why I feel so grateful for the people in my life. And Sophie, you're one of them and the conversations that we've had mm-hmm. because through conversation, through connection, through community, you get to reflect on the wins and the losses mm-hmm. and the hard times. And, the, and sometimes we forget to be like, oh, I've gotten here.
1: Yeah. I think also as, as the, the human going through something and sharing that experience and then having someone say, hey, I've been there. You know, I feel you. I I can feel your footsteps walking through this yeah. the ground right now mm-hmm. and the earth. And I think what it does for me, and and you two can speak to that, is it allows me to look like, okay, she made it through. She's here. As you are looking and reflecting, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I can do this because there is light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. when sometimes it feels really dark. And yeah. I think sometimes we it's It's scary to be vulnerable, even with this people that are you know, you love the most. But I think that was another gift from this whole experience of mm, trying to become a mother and then being a mother is the beauty of vulnerability when it feels right. Yes, mm. I think
0: that's like a very key asterisk, like when it feels, feels right because
1: right. sometimes you'll
0: share and then you're like, wait that was too, like, this was not the right setting. This was not the right person. This Mm -hmm. was not the right forum because it actually didn't fill me up. Instead, I feel depleted.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think you have to find your champions. Yeah. And when you find your champions, those are your humans. Those are those people that are your champions. And those are those people that deserve your vulnerability. Yeah.
0: I think it's like in our human nature to want to relate to people. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, I don't know if you had this experience with IVF and you with what you went through with your kiddos, but Sometimes I would share like what was happening with Charlie just mm-hmm. privately because we didn't I didn't talk about it like online to anyone until after. But I would find people would like jump in and be like, oh, it's fine. Like my cousin had a heart defect. <laughs> I'm like <sighs> Okay, like good for you. Like, you know, and you're yeah. just like, that is not that actually like is not related to my mm-hmm. experience. I don't know, like, did you find that
1: when you were going through Oh yeah. 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 Or like, yeah. oh I had to do
0: it 35 times. You're like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay, and you're like, you. great. <laughs> or yeah. like, yeah, my, you know, oh, don't worry, just keep praying. We prayed for my, you know, right. My sister and, and she finally had it well. Okay. Cool. It takes a little more than that. To, yeah, yeah. Thanks. But yeah. I've been like, you know, yeah. It's been grinding, four years <laughs> grinding. Yeah. I was literally terrified of needles before IVF. And now I can just like watch Mm -hmm. someone.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how like when you have to do something as a necessity, it totally
1: changes Changes your perspective. Well,
2: and it goes back to this, it's this toxic vulnerability. It's Mm -hmm. this, you're not authentic if you're not letting the world see every part of you. And Mm -hmm. then it's also in the wellness world, which we're all a part of. I think the world is a part of this wellness world. Yeah there is this, this desire to connect through pain and then compare right. pain. And your pain is, and one of the, I feel like I'm saying one of the biggest things all the time here. <laughs> it's all very important. It's all very important. Is, <laughs> it is Is no two experiences are the exact same. And every single person is entitled to their experience and their level of pain and joy in that experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what I always find is even what you just said there, it, it, it's like that—that that negating your pain by right. saying, "Oh, don't even worry about it." Like so yeah. and so had this. Mm-hmm. No, you get to worry. Yeah, you get to feel your experience, and then you also get to feel the other side of it. Yeah, and and then also we don't all have to be expressing to the world our everything. Yeah, and again, it's going back to what mm-hmm. you all said. I think it, Oprah said it. It's like who's deserving of yeah, of I'm your sure. story. Yeah, yeah, and that is what. I have really honed in, and it's it keeps on that group keeps getting smaller. I know, right? And smaller, mm-hmm. and like smaller. knock that
0: person off the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're out. Yeah, yeah you're, you're out on the other list. Yeah, you're out. There's <laughs> no one else coming in, but you're out. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it, this
2: this wellness world tries to keep people in their pain almost. Right, mm. it keeps us stuck. Right, yep. and it's like no, you can you can have your experience. And go through the whole cycle of the experience, and then you can move past it. Yes. And it doesn't make you inauthentic. It doesn't make you not relatable. It doesn't yeah. make you, quote-unquote, superior or superior thinking. Yeah. It just means that we don't need to stay stuck. Yeah.
1: Or sometimes I feel like people think it may negate what they've been through, or it might like make light. Like, if I move on, or if I right. don't stick into it, people are going to think that it it's over. It's over. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's not over. It's just, you know, you're ready to you're ready to go into the next phase or the next chapter of life. Yeah. And it'll always live with you. It'll always be there with you. You know, it changes your perspective. You know, you have different glasses on now. Yeah. It's different, you know, a different filter. But I think just say for me, that that sometimes pulls me back, you know? It, oh, I like could I had not. the babies. I relate to that so much. I had babies, you know, or yeah. like, yeah, and now this should be like done.
0: Interrupting this episode to tell you about my weekly newsletter, What I'm Loving Lately, that comes out every Friday. I talk about what I'm reading, cooking, watching, listening to, and loving. And if you want to subscribe, you can go to my website, www.sophiecollins.com and scroll to the bottom to subscribe.
2: I love that analogy. Actually, like different filter, different glasses. Like yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. yeah. Your lived experience, it will always be a part of you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm, anyone who's been in one of my classes, I swear I've probably said this a million times, but we can come back to the body and how important the body is, but the body is like a tapestry of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every win, every loss, every wound, every experience, it's always and forever a part of you. Yeah. Yes. And it just, How much does it dictate everything? Does it rule you or does it just guide you? Yeah. And and that's where I think people get stuck. Mm -hmm. It's they become so identifying with their wounds Mm -hmm. or with their wins Mm -hmm. that they can't just release the grip that those events of their lives have on them Mm -hmm. so that then they can continue to evolve because that's what we want to do as a human being. That's what we should do. Yeah. Is just continue that evolution. That's why mm-hmm. we say, moving into all these different aspects, is like we're forever learners in yes. business. We are, yeah. we are the forever student. It really is a, a discomfort of mine when we're referenced as master yeah. guides or instructor. What what does master? We're never a master. master right? yeah. Yeah. You're always and forever humble but proud mm-hmm. and grounded, feet on the floor. But not heavy weighted, and yeah. but you have to go between the two sometimes, yeah. Yeah. and then know that it's gonna pendulate.
1: Yeah, and life's gonna when you think you're a master, that's when life's gonna Damn. knock you down. Oh my <laughs> god, I
0: can't even imagine thinking I was a master at anything. To be <laughs> no, honest, yeah. like I feel yeah. like the more I learn, the less I know, and yes. it just like everything has a way of humbling you and bringing you back down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking to that, what are the exciting things that are happening if you can share? So also share a little bit about the business. Usually we do that when we start, but we (laughs) don't right in as we usually do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like Katie, why don't you share a little
2: bit about All Method? Oh, yes. So we have so many fun and exciting things. And I guess, you know what, Sophie? We can just kind of announce it. Yeah. Here. Okay. Well, December is when this is coming out. Oh, this if is that's perfect. appropriate. Okay. This okay. Is a, this absolutely is awesome. appropriate. Perfect. So this has been a venture a long time in the making. And we have our first studio space coming Ooh. into Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh my gosh. Um, and yes, we've had our little little homes and we've had these little temporary homes where T and our team have hung out. Um, but we are opening a group fitness movement. It's a yes. it's, I think that's
1: a great but that's no, awesome. Even just well, it's yeah, movement. going through yeah, that. Yeah, of fitness. It's it is it's movement.
2: movement. Yeah. Um. So it's going to have three little studios in wow. it. Wow. Yes. It will encompass the Pilates reformer. We will have a mat space and we will have a little private space. Oh. It's going to be in the Railtown area, and Amazing. we are so proud. It literally is. Taryn and I, there's all the little details of our souls in there. And, and I won't divulge it because I hope when people walk through the doors, they can feel us. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's all of the things. I mean, we talk, we're soft and we're strong. We're the edges, we're the curves, we're... And that's encompasses the human experience. Yeah. And so from the essence of the all method, we are a trauma-aware studio space that is the baseline and every undercurrent comes from Pilates. So, we care about the anatomy. We look at the anatomy. We understand how the body moves and functions in the way that it was created and the way that it moves ideally when someone brings all of the elements of themselves into a space. Yeah. And we say trauma aware instead of trauma informed because, yes, our practitioners have been formally educated in how the nervous system works and how it and movement and breath all are combined for an optimal movement pattern mm-hmm. but the only informed human being about their bodies is the individual yeah and we are what we try to do is not be again the expert or the master in the room but to create a space That we can't guarantee someone's energetic or physical safety, but we do the best we can energetically and we do the best we can with their physical safety by being educated scientifically, energetically, and emotionally. Right. So the awareness piece comes in that we are educators, we are guides. So we want the human experience to be that they get a better understanding and they become more aware of their own individual and unique body. Right. And every body is different. Every way that it moves, it functions, it's designed is different. No body is better than another body. And that is very, very important to us. And that is the undercurrent of what we stand for. So we can talk about all of those beautiful token words in our movement and wellness world, which is inclusive, accessible, choice-based, trauma-informed. And truly we sit into diving deep into what does this look like and every day we are learning from the best in the business and we are evolving and so we say that the undercurrent of the strength the undercurrent of the reformer program the undercurrent of the mat program all comes from this anatomically and energetically aware um mindset yeah and that we always and forever will just be guides Mm-hmm. just offering and suggesting movement to the people who honor us with their presence. And we never take for granted how expensive the currency of someone's time is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the most expensive currency. It's the most expensive commodity that anybody has is the ability to share their time and offer their time. And so when someone makes that choice to enter our space and give us their time, we deeply value it. Yeah. And so we've kept these classrooms small. So there's eight, eight reformers wow. and only 16 mats because anything more than that, we felt, and this is, this is just our personal mm-hmm. feeling, that we would have to sacrifice a little bit of that integrity of being able to offer that space for each and every one of those individuals so that we could best support them in allowing them to create more awareness and understanding of their mm-hmm. own body. Yeah. Um, And
0: that's not a sacrifice you're willing to make for anyone who's taken one of your classes. No. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And Everything comes to breath. Mm -hmm. And it is the most powerful tool. And we are so passionate. And it's been my saving grace. It's been my healer. It has been what brings me back to myself. It also allows me very, very quickly to understand what's happening around me. Mm -hmm. And so we are not, we don't do breath work. We do breathing education and understanding how anatomically the body should breathe and how a lot of disease and illness in human beings is just the inability to breathe properly as the body's ideally designed to breathe. Right. And then we educate on how the body is meant to stand, meant to sit, meant to lie, meant to move. And then we're really intentional with the queuing and the words and the verbiage that we use so that the offering is consistent across the board. Right. So I'm sure my team is going to be mad that that was not a quick elevator pitch.
0: Um, <laughs> no, but, but you, I feel like the work that you both do is not really... It's not like it's not worth explaining an elevator pitch because it is so deep and it's so mm-hmm. nuanced. And like you even said, I mean, the way that you start your classes, really, really focusing on the breath and really honing in on that for each particular person. It's a very,
2: very unique format. Mm-hmm. It is humbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And also giving people permission to stop comparing. Yeah. Yes. Because one day I, and I want to say this is, and I'm speaking from my lived experience, and I'm the person guiding the, the room sometimes, is I will sit down on the mat and I'm like, oh, Nelly, <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't get past my throat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. And then the next day, it's like abundant and right. it's mm-hmm. huge. And so it's like accepting yourself in the moment and then knowing each moment is different. Yeah. And each moment offers a different shift. Even the, yeah, the moment in the class. Like, mm-hmm.
1: like we often say, like, don't, you know, compare, you know, the movement practice from yesterday to tomorrow to today to the human beside you. But it's also a moment in class. You can get to class and be like, I'm ready to get my butt kicked. And I think something I want to say, too, is like when we describe, and I know you were saying, Sophie, like. It's very difficult to describe our movement practice in an elevator pitch, which we've tried with so many people to wrap it into like a quick pretty package and yeah. it's very difficult, but also articulates the experience so well and I think what also comes through to that too is when you're watching our practice from outside or you hear it described, it can sometimes seem so simple right and then when you're in it and you can't stand on that one foot for longer than like thirty seconds yeah and you're like my whole foot, ass, arms, legs, everything is burning. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what this movement practice also mm-hmm. does to you is it keeps you humble from moment to moment so you cannot compare. Yeah. And all you can do is to look you know, inward and on your own mat in your own kingdom. It's and- like the ultimate exercise in presence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Your work.
2: And the interesting thing too is sometimes I say to people, if you don't have the capacity, because we also have to understand some days it's really difficult to come into the body. Yeah. It's really difficult. And I know I've been in states of dissociation where it was actually the best thing to keep me safe to be dissociated. Right. And so the only thing I could do in the moment is be like, okay, I know my foot needs to go there. That's where my foot needs to go. My leg's going to go there. And I just, I want to move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. Yeah. Like we don't have to be all soul, all heart, all all of it. Sometimes you just need to move your body. And I will tell you in this space in our business... Where I find myself is I am a little dissociative if I'm being completely transparent yeah. because I've got a lot of stuff I gotta get done right now, yeah, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, so for me, what I've been noticing with my body is if I just don't go and get someone to boss me around and tell me what to do and I just don't have to think for a minute, yeah, that's when it's causing me to get more stuck. so I what I sometimes Feel like we don't always articulate is for those people who the thought of lying on a mat and going into your breath puts you into a bit of a spiral. We see you and mm-hmm. you don't have to do that every yeah. time.
1: And we came from that place. Totally. We came from that place of, you know, just getting to the mat, getting on that treadmill, getting, you know, picking up that weight and just crushing it. And that moment in our life, not needing to think about anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think these classes and our methodology comes from. Our lived experience as movers, the humans around us as movers, you know, our friends, our family, people who don't even come to our practice, but we see them and we hear them. And they're that friend that you talk to on the phone and create space for. Yeah, And, you know, understanding all those little nuances and then coming into a movement practice that, not to be cheesy, but, you know, welcomes all humans. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And we've had the deep honor and privilege of being in this industry for a long time. Yes. Yeah. And so we have grown and expanded and seen, and it is a privilege to be able to work with a human body
0: mm-hmm.
2: and a soul and a spirit and an essence. And every mm-hmm. person that walks in the door is individual. And we learn yeah. from every body that we have the absolute privilege of working with. And from them is where a lot of what this this has come from. Right. And And we will continue to learn and mm-hmm. grow. Yeah. And- it's the other thing is, is that without giving away the secret sauce,
1: um, <laughs> I'm away. always telling her, I'm like, do not give away the <laughs> it sauce. It like kicking us. you under the table. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is there's a, there is actually, this is why we have more than one type of class. Yeah. Because you have to, as people in the service industry, we are in the industry of being in service of other.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not about our ego. Yeah. It's not about us. And Yes, we are our movement. Like if we mm-hmm. didn't give our heart and soul, that's like, where did it come from? But we have specific classes that are designed for the human experience. Yeah. So like our type A people who getting them to slow down there's stuff that's there for you. You're looking at me, Katie. I, f- <laughs> I, I feel you looking deep into my yes, soul I right still, now. <laughs> Some of you might not know, know this, but Sophie Collins took my certification program. I did And I, I didn't. still... Oh, I'm going to do it. Do I it. Still, I still... Talk about how the night before the final exam, my email was blowing up <laughs> because I would get every single time someone would take a practice exam, and it would oh, email me. me and be like, <laughs> it would be like, and so and so wrote a exam, so and so, and I was kill- busting at. The like, oh, there it is. I-, I was sitting on my couch, and I remember my phone was going ding. Sophie Bing. Collins. And it was Sophie Collins, Sophie Collins, <laughs>
0: Sophie Collins. But okay, in my defense, I did get 100%. <laughs> she, did get 100%. So <laughs> she wants everyone to I know. I would like everyone to know that sometimes it's worth it to be type A. Yeah, um, yeah. Other times it's not. But it's actually no, really it's, funny. I was going to say, going through mm-hmm. the training program obviously gave me so much more respect for what both of you do. And like, I think people think, oh, they go to a Pilates class. They just kind of like flow through the movements and then like go about their day. But the way that you both teach is so intentional and so built around science and the body. Mm -hmm. Like, and I I totally agree with you. It's so funny. Like, I just, I realized, I think going through that practice and kind of sharing my videos a few times here and there, I was like, I just want someone else to teach me, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I'm like, I loved it. It was so much fun. And, but like, I just want to go to a class, like to you guys, see your videos online. And I just want to listen And I think it's important to understand like where you're at in your journey with that too. Like you can't always necessarily come into a class and get like deep within your soul and have a therapeutic experience. Sometimes you just want to go and you want to move. And then other times you're really in it and you need that experience Mm -hmm. of really getting in tune with the body, getting out of your head. Mm -hmm. So where would you recommend if someone were to try your program online or when they do come to the studio, which by the way, when is it going to be open?
2: Beginning of January, first week of January. Okay. Yeah. We're sticking yes. with that. So good. We're sticking <laughs> with that. Okay. We have a temporary space for us to have some fun and play in December. Yeah. And it's, it's open. We're getting, yeah. and, and keep Feels an so eye on social. Yeah. Keep an eye on social because we do have some. We The beautiful thing is this, this is being built from the ground up. So wow. we've got some videos that are showing it progressively growing and it's so fun to see it as it's becoming. As it's coming to life, And yeah, I bet it's surreal. This I'm is, sure this has been a long time in the making, and there's been moments where we thought it was never going to happen, and it's been super frustrating. Yeah, being like, it's it's opening in six months. Yeah, nope, it's not. <laughs> it's uh, opening in nine months. Nope, it's not. Um, and yeah. being like, is this ever yeah. going to happen? And
0: so hard to focus on like the day to day running of your business too when you yeah. have like this yeah. huge
1: project that's happening. And then I got pregnant and I was yeah. like, "Peace, see you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got just, like yeah, I have cool. a lot going on right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and yeah, Katie picked it up big time
0: for sure. I mean, but, yeah. it is really all about that ebb and flow when you have a co-founder. It's like you have to be able to pick up the slack. I mean, Joni's like been through it the last couple of years, and it's it's just that is what it is. That's mm-hmm. why you have a co-founder. Like mm-hmm. when I went through Charlie's thing, I shut everything off. Off for six weeks, I think, but like enough time to like mm-hmm. really be in the moment and process. And that's like one of the huge blessings of starting a business with the right person. With the right person. Mm-hmm. The right person. Yeah. How did you guys know you were the right people for each other? Or is it an ever evolving?
1: I don't know if it's ever evolving. I think we clicked right away, but I took Katie's first MAT certification. Oh, and I, I was didn't know that. Yeah. And I obviously have a deep love for anatomy and doing everything very intentionally and perfectionist to a fault in that way. And I think I saw the way it just, I took a couple of her privates and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. This is a person who speaks my language and I love it. And then she said, she's teaching this mat cert. And I was like, totally. And then I sat at the front of the class and I was that nerd that like put my hand up, yeah. answered every question. She's probably like, shut the hell up. <laughs> um, Do you come from an anatomy background? Yeah, I'm a kinesiologist. Oh, okay. So, I, think I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinesiologist and strength training coach. And I And I just saw, once I experienced private Pilates movement practice and then took Katie's classes, I really understood that not everyone, sorry, how about, I'm just going to talk about myself. I was doing the Pilates movements in strength training programs, right. not knowing the origin and just thinking, oh, I know the anatomy and this is where it should be. And then really understanding, oh no, this is actually a Pilates fundamental movement most humans are doing incorrectly. Can you give us an example? Um, let's say the the most simplest thing I'm telling every human out there, you're probably doing bicycle abs wrong. You're probably doing like it's a single leg stretch and you're probably doing it wrong. And when you realize your knees shouldn't be going over your hips, right? your back should not be imprinted unless you have a contraindication and it shouldn't be elbows to knees. It should be ribs to hips. If you'd like yeah. any more, you can join our certification. Yeah.
0: It'll be happening. <laughs> or, or look on your videos on yeah, Instagram on, because yeah. there's a lot of really good ones that you're putting out right now in terms of like, yes. I mean, the finger push-ups, Education? Katie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we not, you don't finger, need push-ups? To do
1: finger push-ups
0: like yeah. Katie. How to intimidate someone one-on-one. <laughs> but to that point, okay, so if you're coming in, to, you're not me, like I love Pilates, you're coming yeah. into Pilates or the All Method for the first time, like where would someone
2: start? Okay, so on our, actually on our digital studio, one of the things that we are so proud of is there's a library that breaks down every move. Amazing. So and we have 101 classes. We explain, I would say honestly, the breath. There's a breath 101. And and for those human beings out there that are, are like, I don't want to do breath work. It's not breath work. Yeah. It is actually just educating you on how the body was designed to breathe. Right. We mm-hmm. talk about the diaphragm, the pelvic floor, the multifidus, the the abs and how the abs are structured and why and the lungs and and how the heart is affected by improper breathing. So yeah. that is number one. Okay. And then- we, And that's where you, how you start all your
1: classes. All of yes. our classes. Okay.
2: All of our classes. And, and, and
1: knowing that the breath like is, is not just breathing to breathe properly in day-to-day life, but breath is the reason we teach it is it's so important and yeah. imperative to- proper movement patterns mm-hmm, and right and moving and engaging the correct muscles when you need to. So you get the most out of your movement practice. Like a lot of the cueing and things we do isn't just because Katie and I are also type A and want everything done like to a T. It's it's that we want our humans and ourselves to get the most out of the movement, yeah. movement mm-hmm. as possible, the way it's intended to be mm-hmm. done. And before. I think once you get
0: the breath, you really do bring it into everything that you do. Like I, I think through the training that I did with you, and like the privates and the classes and everything. Now, whatever I'm doing, whatever workout or even just like walking, I can hear myself like doing the breath, mm-hmm. like the all method breath. I'm like shh, <laughs> and I'm like in the, like doing ways shh. And I was like, what is this person doing? It's Pilates breathing, everyone. Don't mind me. Yeah.
2: Well, and there's even... So it's understanding to... Regardless of... So I'm going to get a little geeky here. Mm -hmm. But regardless of how someone enters the room. So we all know that we have people who and I want to be very clear, neither is superior, but we have like our society very much rewards type A human beings who are up here. But you're up in our nervous system is always in basically like a fight or flight scenario. Like you're in your head, you're out of your body. And then other people actually in times of stress or overwhelm, they almost go in like a shutdown way, but they, they feel a little bit more tired or fatigued or they retreat or they pull away from Human experience at times. Neither actually. neither are online for human experience. You're not in line to be attuned to humans. So you know, our fight or flight people. That's when you're like walking through a forest and you're hyper aware, but you actually don't know what's happening behind you. Right. And and or and your human beings. It's like I'm just struggling to get out of the house. So the way we design things again, without giving away the secret sauce is we know and understand somatically trained the nervous system and the body, the breath and how they intertwine. So we work to bring all human beings to the same level playing Mm. field and get them to enter the room so that as best as possible, they are attuned to their own body. So we bring, we are very passionate about the mind being in the body as best as possible. And that's why you can't, dissociate or collapse too much once you're in our classes because the way we structure and pattern the class allows a pendulation in the nervous system so that it can stay online as best as possible. Yeah. So we've designed it to bring both to a level playing field. So that's why I want to tell my human beings that sometimes when you're like, I I get that you just getting to the studio right was the biggest challenge of your day. And you've already won. And we say that you've already won, you got there. And the same thing for my hypervigilant people who are always online and type A and functioning. What did it take to get there? Because you've packed your day so full that you then (laughs) have to try to get there, right? So it's a challenge for all those human beings to walk into a studio door. And I wish more studios understood. That's an amazing way to put it. That that's what it takes for people to get there. Yeah. And they don't owe you anything. You owe them everything. Wow! And, and so that's where it's. And all too often I have clients be like, I was too scared to ask the instructor. No, you asked the instructor. Yes, You are entitled and yeah. empowered to understand your experience and why you're being asked to do something so that then you can feel safe enough to do it. If you yeah. don't know, your body will not feel safe enough yeah. to do it. So this is where the breath becomes really important because the breath is the communication tool between mind and body. Right. That is how we know what's going on. And so, yes, it facilitates this ability to appropriately contract muscles and lengthen muscles. Yeah. Yes, one. It also allows us to know what's happening within mm-hmm. our body. Yeah. It allows us to be like, okay, mind and body, where am I? Okay, this feels a little overwhelming, so I'm going to focus over here. Okay, great. It's just information. Yeah. It's not good. Yes. It's not bad. It's not ugly. It's not bright. It's just information. Yeah. What can I do with it? Yeah. So when you're coming to the all method or you're so. To clarify, the methodology of which the studio is encompassed is called the all method. Yeah. It's encompassed with through Pilates, anatomy, breath, and somatics and understanding how they all intertwine together, and then we have the all studio, which is the digital and physical space. So if you're going to enter either of those spaces that we really have worked hard to create an environment where everybody does feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other conversation of how we've really worked hard for that. And we've had- I think people will feel that through your chat today. I hope Mm -hmm. so. And the privilege and honor that Taryn and I had had to be able to stand and walk and sit in front of humans of all different backgrounds and lived experiences so that they've really, we have a humble privilege and honor of that experience. But is that it's to start with that breath just so people can become more aware of their own experience. Mm-hmm. And then when you want to start going a little deeper, we offer some of those more introductory. And I want to be clear, introductory is not easy.
0: Yeah. Introductory
2: no. is the hardest of the movements and every movement builds off of that. And when, in de- like I go back to introductory, and I know Taryn does mm-hmm. it all the time. And then you have this library where if you're like, wait, I don't, I, they brought in this move, but I don't really understand it. Yeah. You can go there. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's all about educating and knowing this is key. And Taryn and I know this. And we we talk about this. Everybody's anatomy is different. My body cannot do certain moves and it will never be able to do certain moves. Yeah, And also, just because you can force your body to do it doesn't mean you should right. do it. Right. So it's like when you understand, and we are all about educating people, because when you understand how the movement is supposed to be and how you should feel it in your body, then you know where to take it. So then people can have an autonomy and choice actual choice yeah over what their body is doing. Yeah. Because and that's there's so power. Much power, yeah. power. There's So
1: much power mm-hmm. in and just choosing. I think we go into these these classes or, you know, even private training. And I can say, you know, at the beginning of my career, you know, you just sort of like, hey, okay, I'm here to kick someone's butt. I'm yeah. here to kick their butt. They want to leave here sweating. And that's the goal. That's why they came here. And then you know, slowly understanding that that human in front of me, as you said, has a lived experience outside of this this room, outside of this hour that they've just stepped into here that I need to consider. I need to honor. I need to be a part of that process. And I need to empower them to make the decisions that are right for their body, for where their mindset is. Yeah. And I think that's, that is huge. And I think, yeah, it's just like who... Who we are and what we believe. And I think that's also the essence of how much we appreciate every person that walks, moves, and just comes to talk to us. Yeah. I'm so excited to see it. So, okay, switching gears just to do a
0: little rapid fire to finish us off. I always ask people, Mm -hmm. I'll start with you. Mm -hmm. What are you obsessed with?
1: Well, right now I have two little babies. So (laughs) I'm obsessed with them. I think I'm obsessed with just the world of, Motherhood and how wildly different of a mother I thought I was, I am to what I was, what I thought I was going to be to who I am. Um, learning, yeah. So I think I'm just obsessed with the journey of these two little humans in front of me and how I'm going to honor their lives and honor myself. Yeah. So they feel like I'm like listening to podcasts and blogs and sleep training, but also, you know. How does a mom find balance and what is balance? And, you know, does so that's, this is my, <laughs> yeah. does it exist? Yeah. Uh, that's my, uh, right now, my obsession. Yeah. And Katie, what makes you feel your best?
2: Oh, mm-hmm. What makes me feel my best? It's my baby's hugs. Mm. Mm. I think because I am from the moment I wake up at 4.30 in the morning now, I don't want to shame anybody who sleeps in. I just have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, and, and, is, and some yeah, people I do get that it. stuff at
0: night. I yeah. always say, like, I yes. am such a morning person. Some morning people, percent. like, I cannot
2: stay up till midnight. Oh, one period. of my favorite humans in my life, he recently said to me, and it, it landed so much clearer. He goes, you know, you just look back in history and time. There were people who had to protect the yeah. community at night, and mm. there was people who had to protect the community mm. in the morning, and there was people who had to protect the community during the day. And he was like, I'm a night person. Yeah. So I, I, my, my clock, yeah, feeds and and does so well at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You're a morning person. Yes. Yeah. And some people are afternoon. I die at two. Me too. I'm the beginning useless. of the Probably end because
1: for me. we all get up at 4 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like midnight. Right. <laughs> right.
2: Right. 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 Yeah. No, um, I love that. And from the moment I wake up and I I so these are my two from the moment I wake up, I wake up at four and I love my morning cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and I have a new like deeper appreciation for match matcha right now because my friend like really taught me what matcha (laughs) is but I have this quiet moment in the morning where I have like my warm cup of hot or hot cup of water warm cup of water and then I have whatever I need to nourish me food wise I'm really passionate about not talking about food because that's individual but about my coffee Mm -hmm. and this quiet moment in the morning. And I get so much done in calm. Yeah. And then when I come home at night and I have the privilege of being with my babies who are six and nine and they give the best hugs. And I I admittedly, I'm going until after dinner and then I take a moment and I sit with them. And that is my that, that's what, yeah. that's my everything. No, Cause I know that's fleeting. Ugh. I'm so close to that being fleeting. <laughs> it it's <is>. my nine-year-old <laughs> is still giving it to me. I was oh so, my gosh. I was very excited when she was like, mom, don't go this morning. I was like, "You're like okay. okay. Is, that, is, that, <laughs> is that bad that that brings me a lot of joy that <laughs> no, you still don't want No, I,
0: I, like, I feel it too. So mm-hmm. where can people find you and where do you want them to catch up with everything you have going on?
1: Well, I think the, the biggest thing right now that, that we have going on is the studio. So you should Follow us. Can you tell I'm the one who's like, marketing, marketing? No, right? I love it. You can find us on Instagram at All Studio, Amazing. All Method Studio. And then you can also find us on our website at AllMethodStudio.com. You can find me at Taryn Graywall on Instagram, where you'll find just stories of my IVF journey, of Amazing. my movement journey, and yeah, these little creatures I've created.
2: Incredible. And Katie, <laughs> Katie McKenzie. Katie McKenzie Movement. Movement. Yeah. Because there's. And in fact, a lot of, there's a lot of Katie McKenzie. Like, we'll link it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Very much. Thank you
0: so much for joining Thank today. Aww, I love you. you, guys love, here. you so love you. Love you. Thank you so much for listening today. You can find me on Instagram at Sophie C. Collins or on my website at SophieCollins.com. And you can find my brand, One Wednesday at one underscore Wednesday underscore shop on Instagram or one If you like today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you have time, leave a rating and review. I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks to Podfather Creative for editing and production.